Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms, where we go over the Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. There's a little piece of hair or something. <laughs> Today is Black Mirror Season 3, Episode 6. It is also February 19th. Hope everyone had a good Valentine's Day. Know. Today's episode is called "Hated in the Nation," and it's it's a it's a long it's a long one. It's a yeah. hour and a half. This is pretty legitly just just a full length movie. Alrighty, I will say I don't remember. You mentioned the actress's name. Which um, is, I didn't know her name. All I know is that as soon as she appeared on the screen, I was like. She's from Boardwalk Empire, and then as soon as she started talking, I was like, ah, she also plays the voice of Merida from Brave. And that would be the main girl, Karen? Yes, Karen. Karen. Not Blue. Not Blue. Not Blue. What a nice name. What an interesting Blue. name. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we do open up on her. Yes, and that's my first note, is I literally wrote down Boardwalk Empire, and then I said pretty sure, and then I said hit... Also, the voice of Merida from Brave. But yes, it's she. She's sitting outside in, in a hallway, just kind of picking at her coffee cup, just staring anxiously. I pulled up. Yeah, and you look at you. Look at you being all fancy and correct. Also, no country for old men. Oh, I saw Wreck-It Ralph. Like, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, she was married to Wreck-It Ralph as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense. Uh, the child in time. So she's she's been in stuff. She's been, of course Black Mirror. Yeah. And what's yeah. a, oh, there's Boardwalk Empire from 2010 2014. Yes. So yeah, she's been around. Yeah, you, you still have her name though. <laughs> her actual name? Well, you don't need that. God, it's too much. Kelly McDonald. Ah, okay. Kelly. She's McDonald. she's very very much what Irish Irish. Of course, you would have that name. That's that's funny. <laughs> There's also the gentleman from Doctor Strange. Okay. And what's funny is his first name is Benedict. <laughs> nice. Benedict Wong. Ah. And then you have Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> that's interesting. Like, I don't I don't think of Benedict to be a very like just like so popular <laughs> super popular name, but. They happen to both be in the same movie, and eh, that's cool. So, yes. Benedict Wong, the gentleman who played... I don't even know the guy's name in uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, that's a good one. Doctor Strange... He, he played Wong. I'm done. Yeah. He played Wong. His last name is Wong. He played a character named Wong. Um, and a movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> All right. What, what do, what do you know? Welcome to Breaking Prison, where strange and coincidental we things. Just, we just break open all the doors. All right. Like you said, we start with Karen. Yes, we don't know her name yet, but yes. We find out Karen. very soon enough that her name is Karen. No, no point of beating around the bush. Her name is Karen. We don't find that out until she meets Blue. That doesn't matter. That's like two scenes from now. We might as well say her name is Karen. So she gets brought into a... Looks to be like a courtroom. Yes. And it's... They ask her to describe the events that happened. Last May 15th. Yes. 
So then we branch into the 15th of May. Yes. Day one. We're getting home and having groceries and deciding against everything and eating Pringles instead. Yes. Like, you know what? That sounds about right. I, I agree with this. I'm all right with that. Sis reads the TV dinner and is like, nah. We're good. I don't feel like doing that. These Pringles, though? She had a whole drawer full of Pringles. I mean, it's <laughs> regular occurrence. Yeah, choices. Um, I don't know what... She turned on her lights, I think it was, and for some reason it rem- reminded me of the sound a Wii remote makes. I don't it's know. It's like... <laughs> and then we go into... She turns on the news. Yes. And we learn that, what is it? 20,000 people signed a petition to yes. sack Joe Powers over an article about Gwyn Mayberry, or Marbury. Wow, I'm getting all fancy this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that, that was interesting. Um, we have killed out, or the they, it goes moves over to a crane. The last of a crane species has mm-hmm. died. Um, and then it moves over to the final notable story. The honey, the honeybee mimicking drone ADIs have been activated for the second summer. Yes, and then we get a little nice view of these little bees. And they look exactly like a regular bee, but you can just hear that mechanical little... Yeah, yeah so they're little bees, little mechanical bees helping pollinate. This episode is very much based off our... Honeybee. Yes. Um, if the bees die out, the world collapses. More so. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is taking the honeybee thing to a little more extreme. We already have we are having legit issues with yes. honeybee in general, but this is taking it to the point like yeah, we're having extraordinary issues, and a company steps in to fix that. Yes, by making drones. Honey Little drones. Drones. Okay. So then we move forward. We start following a woman. Wait, is that when we start? That's my very next thing. It goes from oh. the news to following a woman. Oh. So she must have watched the other thing on the news. Okay. Because my next one is about, uh, what's his name? Tusk. Or- oh, that's definitely further. <laughs> that's definitely further along. Because, <laughs> uh, yes, we switch over to a woman who... It's getting some little stairs and different things. Yeah. And then as she gets closer to the house, someone calls her a bee. And we Not found out bee. very shortly after this, this is uh, our, she goes to go up to her her home. Yes. And then a van pulls up. And it's like, hmm, what is this? And it's like, what is this? Is it going to poison me? She, no, she, she literally said, is anything in that box going to detonate? Or dare you. Yeah. And he just looks at her and is like, it's just a cake. It's just a cake. Uh, so her name is Joe Powers, the girl in the news, ah. who people want to get sacked. Yes. So she. If you don't like something, go ahead. Just everyone sign a petition. That always solves everything. Yeah. And so here she is. She knows she's hated by everyone. People are openly talking about her in the street, and suddenly she gets a cake. I don't a know cake. So. A cake, which we um. We open up. She gets inside. She opens up, and it says, "You effing bee." Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To which she decides immediately, "Nah, we're gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it." Well, the thing is, is she has the box. Her husband is like, "Hey, are you home?" And then walks over and sees it, and he's like, "Oh, that's lovely." And she's just starts cutting into it. He's like, "You don't. You shouldn't eat that. It could be poison." And she's like, "It's a cake. It's meant to be eaten." Yep. And then just. 
goes about it because why not? Yeah. Why not? And to which she starts looking on the internet. Yes. Or internet comments and basically Twitter. Yeah. It's it's just one giant news feed and just everybody just It's definitely Twitter. Yeah. Not called Twitter. Oh yeah. Because it's not used for positive things in this show. No. So I don't think Twitter would sign off on it. But yes, it's literally just a her picture off to the side and then streams of people just, yeah, we hate her, she should die, you need to die, go jump off a bridge, go hang yourself. And Fun. then hashtag death to Joe Powers. I didn't see the hashtag at uh, the beginning. I wasn't looking for it either. Um, and then we kind of just pan away from a little bit and you see the windows cracked a little bit and we leave this scene. And we're back to Cop Lady. Or back to Karen. Uh, watching the TV about a dancer, Tusk. Yes. Who, he's, he, it looks like he's pretty much on a talk show, but they yes. show him a video of this young boy who wants to be just like them, and he's doing a dance, and he's dressed like him, wearing almost the exact same outfit, the guy's sitting in right there. He's doing this dance, he's trying his heart out, and the guy's literally like, he needs to not, like, he just needs to stop, he obviously can't do it, you just... Yeah, good old Tusk, not a nice fella. No. Very cruel to this kid who just wants to emulate him, yeah. because he's a celebrity, he's popular, and... He's pretty much like, that was horrible. He needs to never do it again. Exactly. He should just give up now. Yes. To which they kind of pan backstage where they had the kid. It was like they were going to bring him out yeah. and do a whole thing. But that's not going to happen now. No. He, no. he just had his idol just completely down him. Yeah, I literally just wrote encouragement cast. And I <laughs> said, what a dick. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So far we went from... A lady who wrote some kind of... I don't, they don't ever get into like super detailed about what the article was. But it was very not positive about... How do you do disability rights? Disability rights of something. Maybe with transit or something. I can't remember exactly. I don't remember. But they don't ever go deep, deep into it. No. But it was a, everyone called it a hit piece. Just a clickbait. Just yeah. trash. And then we move over to Tusk. Who's downing and dissing this kid. Literally, we have two horrible people. Yes, we have two people. Not very good. So, yep, Karen's watching TV. She gets a call. She gets up, gets in her little fancy vehicle, and heads to a crime scene. Yes. To which this is the first time we realize she is a police officer. Yes. Yeah. Yes, officially. Yes. She's a police officer or a probably more like a detective and, of yeah, some an sort. Yeah, investigator. Yes. But yes. To she's... which she gets there and immediately is met by... Blue. Yes. Just this blonde chick walks up and she asks a question and she's like, no, it's you can't do that right now. And she's like, I'm not from the press. I'm your shadow. I'm your shadow. <laughs> like, okay, shadow. I, I, I understand that. I can get what that terminology would mean. <laughs> and so then... So they go into the crime scene to which we very quickly discover this was Joe Power's place. So... Dun-dun-dun. Oh. Yeah. I literally wrote, that's a lot of blood. Because it's like, even before they get into the room, they're walking, and you can just see blood splattered across the wall. Yeah, la, 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 blood going on here. <laughs> this is, it was very violent. Yes. Good old Joe Powers on the ground. Her throat has been slit. 
See, that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, her throat was slit. I'm like, no, a slit. The definition of a slit is a tiny Would you like slashed better? It literally looks like her throat was clawed out by an animal. But everyone's like, oh, she slit her throat. Oh, she cut her throat. No, 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 no. Something tore her up. (laughs) Well, she tore her up. Um, They don't know that. (laughs) No, that's not their uh, first suspicion at all. Mm. Uh, what was it? Karen checks the window. Yes. It's like, oh, the safe, some kind of safety bolt's in place, so no one came in through here. Yeah. Um, and they're just kind of looking around, uh, blue. Immediately goes over to the computer. Yeah, that's what she does. And they look over this. They said uh, the husband had been slashed, or he got, he's in the hospital or something, because yeah, he, he'd been he, cut. Yeah, he had been pretty much cut across the stomach so he was in the hospital and i think they said he was um un- tem- like uncovered pretty much temporarily unconscious he was knocked out yeah cause he, he so, wasn't doing particularly well himself yeah. so. so they would they would question him when he woke up mm-hmm. but karen puts full pressure on the fact that she thinks it's him and it's going to be him yeah <laughs> so they leave and Apparently, Blue doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> of all things. Like, really? You just don't have it, huh? So, Karen gives her a ride home. Yes. And then we'll proceed the rest of the show to give her rides. I guess it was their cool way of saying, oh, this would be a good way to keep the characters in the same vehicle together <laughs> so we can get them around together so they're together at all times. So Pretty much. Carry on the plot. A little easier. But um, one thing I did note was before this happened... Um, Blue, of course, is looking at the computer. It's doing its ding thing still. Even as Joe's Powers is laying on the ground, the comments are still flooding in. But there are starting to be comments that are like, oh, hey, there's police outside Joe Powers' house. And wonder what happened, blah, 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 blah. And it was just weird because there's another character that comes into play, um, Nick. This is like one of the first times we see Nick. And he kind of gives her a weird look and i just wrote that down that they just weird looks because she's just sitting at the computer and he kind of just looks at her and then just walks off and i'm like i don't know (laughs) everybody's weird me out right now you're all suspicious so on the way to drop good old blue off we learned a little bit more about her that she used to be of course, Miss Tech Savvy, she was the computer. She's the one who got the cell phones and computers from crime scenes afterwards and helped crack them and find out what was on them. And she helped, so apparently she was the one who cracked some huge, huge case. Yes, she, uh, the first thing she said, like, she was talking about digital forensics and how she got into it and in that uh, she said that she was holding her phone and she's like, these things absorb us. And I thought that was a really cool way to put it and then yes she said she broke the rannick case and found his souvenir folder which apparently this was a huge pedophile rapist murderous guy yeah not not good stuff no so she found all of that and karen's like so what you joined us to just get out there and you know actually be able to do something about it and yeah karen's not particularly <laughs> kind about this or any of this well no she's because she was like oh so you you can't pretty much came out here so that you you felt you could do something instead of just sitting there and Mm -hmm. she's like 
Yeah, pretty much. And then she's like, oh, well, you're still young. <laughs> yeah, you're still young. Or maybe you're just old. Yeah. <laughs> Which they don't look, personally, look that big no, a difference not, in age. Not but. really, but... But, yes, she's, she's very cynical about her job, and Blue is still very open to it, thinking, wanting to make a difference. Yes. So, we get to... Let's see. I have rear patio. So, I, are they looking at all the cameras from the... Yes, house? we go back to the... I think it's like the next day, and ah. we follow Karen back into the police station, and Blue's already there looking at ah, cameras. that's right. <laughs> yeah, she, she seems very surprised and not in the best way that Blue is already there looking through stuff with Nick. and. Well, I think Karen, once again, has already made up her mind. It's going to be the husband. Well, I also think it was the fact that you know, Karen is leading this investigation, yet, you know, her new tech-savvy shadow is just going off and getting there early, starting work without her, and Nick's helping her. So he's... Because she does mention that to him a little bit later, because he's... She, he, she's like, oh, well, you know, you, you seem to be quite helpful. Of course, she uses different wording, but... He's like, hey, I'm just... You're just doing what I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she said something like, oh, you're being very accommodating. But yes, they're looking at the cameras, and one of the cameras has been broken. Yes, it's through the back patio. Yeah. It's broken. Oh, so it's like, oh, maybe someone could have come through there. It's like, she uses very particular words. It's not maybe, but it's maybe, but a lesser chance of... It's physically or humanly possible that someone could have done it. She's very fixed on the husband. Yes, she, she pretty much says, but in most cases like this, it's going to be our, the person already inside the home. Yes. So, like we, my next thing is they're going to the hospital. Because yes. husband's up with an alibi. Yes. So they're going to go meet him and see what he has to say. Because we already know it's got to be him. Yeah, can't be no one else. So we get there, and well, he's definitely been slashed. He's laying in the hospital bed. You yes. see, giant like bandage across him, like up here. And it's yeah, like, yeah, but you ain't doing well. No, and yeah. he proceeds to try to tell them what's going on. Yes, what he perceived to happen. Yes, and so he pretty much. He was doing his own. He he was upstairs. I think, or he yeah, he was upstairs because earlier he had said he was going to go take a bath. So he was upstairs and heard her. So he came downstairs and is pretty much like walks into the room and just sees her, just pretty much in agony. Yes, she's gripping her head, uh, talking about I don't remember pain or something. Yeah. But at some point, slams her own head against the desk. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't know what she has, because it looked like uh, the, the wine bottle. Yeah. Had the wine bottle and was, I don't know, well, delirious. What pretty much what he said had happened is he wa- she had slammed her head down, so he ran over to try to help her. 
she shoved him and then he said i think that's must have must have been when the wine glass broke and next thing i know she's grabbing a piece and just cutting at her head he probably he tried to stop her she slashed him and then she's just slashed her own throat much better much better which of course in the end sounds like Oh yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure that's exactly what she did. Yeah. There's no way this went any other way. It has to be that. So of course they're like nodding, everything like that, and you know, Karen pretty much still just doesn't. She's 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 still set. She it, it, she thinks it's a husband. Of course, Blue does not think it's a husband. So after a little talking, uh, they're like, well. Let's go see who sent the cake. Yes. Let's go talk to the person who sent the cake. I said, well, if you don't think it's them, why are we doing it? Well, we're following leads. And you'll find out that following following dead-end leads is most of the job or something along those lines. pretty much. Once again, being very cynical about Mm -hmm. what she does. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wrote down that the actress looked familiar, but I didn't look into it. Why do you sent the cake? Yeah. I would agree with you, but I do not know. I who couldn't she is. think if I had seen her from another show or from this show, maybe a different episode. Like, she just looked really, really familiar. But anyway, well, while he's looking up that, pretty much they end up at an elementary school. Was it an elementary or preschool? She played Doctor Who. Two episodes of Doctor Who. I wonder if she was, which, like, how old? Um, it doesn't tell you. It, it just says two episodes. She played Rosa Parks slash Abby Lerner. Oh, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm just throwing it out there. It doesn't tell you which episode. Well, I mean, so. I, I assume unless she played, like, a, a, I don't know, like a young Rosa Parks, like an actual Rosa Parks, but. I'm trying anyway. to see if anything, if any actual interest here, but not a whole lot. She was she's a video game character. Oh, that's not helpful. <laughs> um, four episodes of Sherlock. Oh, a Sergeant she, oh. Sally Donovan. Oh, was she the one that was always with um, uh, the guy that was really really cynical of Sherlock, and Sherlock always told him to like he couldn't be in the same room as him as when he was conducting his. Maybe I'm not sure. It just says Sergeant Sally Donovan. Four yeah. episodes. So I'm wondering if that's her. Because it was the it was the pair of them that were always against Sherlock, and then when we got to the point where Sherlock was being accused of everything, she was going around going, "I know it. I like I knew it the entire time." Um, one of the first times she meets Sherlock, he pretty much deducts that she was staying over at the other guy's house, and that she borrowed his deodorant and stuff like that. And, yeah, so that's why she never liked Sherlock. It's like pretty much right off the bat. Pretty sure that's her, and that would make sense as to why she's familiar. A little bit more familiar. I've actually seen her in that. Sure, sure, it's great. Uh, but yeah, so we get there. Uh, we're, we're at a like elementary school, yeah. and she's a teacher, and they start questioning her about it. And, well, she didn't pay for the cake. She said, well, that's an expensive cake. Why'd you pay for such an expensive cake? I'm like, well, I didn't really pay for it. I'm, well, I, she crowdfunded yes, we, the cake. Everybody each, uh, everybody um, threw in a pound. And it was like, what, an $80 cake? Yeah, something like that. Because they said 80 people had to have 
sign or like thrown into this thing. I'm like an eighty dollar cake. I mean, it was really pretty. Was this but little, a little too much. Little, <laughs> Especially little just much. the right effing bee on on it. Jeez, if that was the case, I would be like, oh, yep, I'm eating it. <laughs> mm. So yeah, um, there's not much more of this lady. I mean, it's just like she did this thing and. They give her a warning of some sort, a, a fake warning that means yeah. nothing. Yeah, they they pretty much they give her a rough time for, and she's like, I swear I didn't do this. It wasn't just me, anyways. Um, I think that's when she, like, she mentions the site or whatever. People like everybody hates her and stuff like that, and they're like, mm. yes, because back at the, I want to say back at the police station. Um, Blue had found something that she had tweeted. Yes. That said, death to Joe Powers. Yes. And she's like, like, well, you did wish death upon her, or yeah. wished ill, or... No, what? No. <laughs> like, well, I get your little tweet here. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, that's just, that's just a hashtag thing. Yeah. This is like, death to, and you put someone's name yeah. in. It's like, everyone, everyone's doing it right now. It's just one of those things you vent. When you're upset about something, you say it, but it's not like you'd actually do anything about it. And so then Karen gets a call, and it's like it, the toxicology on the cake came back negative for anything. So mm-hmm. she's clean. The boys are uh, thanks, uh, thanks us for the cake because yeah. apparently they're eating it. <laughs> she's like, and the cake was delicious. Yes. I guess when toxicology comes back negative, you're just like, yes, free cake. <laughs> Hey, $80 cake, it better go somewhere. <laughs> so then we are back at the station. Or is there another conversation in between there on their drive home? Are we back at the station? Mm-hmm. I just wrote interesting laptop because I really like her laptop. I don't know. I don't know what part you're referring to. So. Oh, it's when Blue's just sitting there on, like, it's, it's, a, it's a couple of different times in the episode, but she's sitting at her desk... Mm-hmm. Just typing away on her laptop, and it literally is a, a regular keyboard, but then it's just a screen, and then you can actually see through it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. Well, my next note is uh, Tusk. Yeah, that was right after his Tusk. Yep, good old Tusk. Because <laughs> people are not particularly thrilled with Tusk. Yes. But, um, yeah, no, not not at all. Once again, it's just the, the pretty much... The guy who insulted a kid. Pretty much. And it looks like they're leaving or packing up to go somewhere. They're in like a car garage loading up stuff and um, give himself a little bump. Or apparently he's legal here. Yeah. Because that was the thing that happened real quick. It's like, oh, you, you want some of this? And then they see the camera's like, it's legal here. It's like, ah, it takes most of the fun out of it. <laughs> And then, very shortly right after that, Tusk starts grabbing at his head. Yes. He's pretty much just screaming and just, just, the guy runs over to try and help him. He's thrashing. He's just, just yelling about pain. And the guy kind of like holds him down and is just like, call for an ambulance. So, they of course get an ambulance, get old, good old Tusk to the hospital. And then they have him... Well, first they sedate him, which is probably a good idea. No, no, but they yeah, they <laughs> definitely sedate him, and they have him prepped to go into an MRI. Good old MRI. 
so they he starts going in he's waiting and then they hit the button to actually do the scanning and it's like whoop whoop and then yeah just you 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 hear the beeping on the computer just nice and steady and then suddenly beep 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 yeah, so you see them get up and rush to him. You see the MRI pop up for just a second, showing a line through his head. Yeah. And then we go over, and he's got a, just his, his eye sockets just bulged out. And yeah. You see he's got blood, there's blood splattered just on his face. It's the, one of the people, like, looks up and kind of puts their hand in the MRI and, like, Scratches the top because there's blood, just a tiny little patch of blood just stuck up there. Yeah, a little dent, and then they... They pick up a little metal object off the bottom of the MRI. Yes. To which we look at and it's like, that looks really familiar. Hmm. That metal B. So, yes. So, we have come to the conclusion that a B just shot out of this guy's face. Yeah, just shot out of it. Bees! And then, to which I noted, are they being programmed to attack? <laughs> Not possible. Not possible. No. Um, and then we get a very brief glimpse at Mr. Benedict Wong yes. as Sean Lee. <laughs> I wrote Dr. Strange Monk. Yep. That's who he is. Uh, and, uh, we get a brief look at him looking at the body. Yes. Because, yeah, this metal thing ripping out through your skull killed good old Mr. Tusk. So it kind of flags, you know, attention. This 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 is strange. Something's going on. Let's, let's call in the big wigs. Which he is definitely supposedly the big wig. Yes. And then we immediately cut over to Karen and Blue going to see the girl's body. Uh, Joe Power's body in the morgue. Yes. To which he goes and say... Oh, I started, I saw a little hole or something in the side of her head and went deeper and deeper and deeper and he found a little bee. So now we have two bees and two dead people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the logical conclusion after that, we need to go visit the place that the bees are made because something's wrong. Yeah, I would say so. So uh, I think... Uh, right here, kind of. Did they do? Did they? Did they actually go to the building first before we get? Or is this day three? I'm gonna say they had the note that said day three, is when they actually went. Oh, okay. I could not tell you that at all. Oh well, yes, day three is when they actually go to the place. So well, this is three days after the events. May 15th. Oh, we're on the third day. Yeah. Um, good old, we first meet, or they go in and see this floating symbol yes. created by what looks like thousands and thousands of bees. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was cool, though. It looked cool. But See, I couldn't tell if they were the actual bees or if they were just... Another type of floating bot, pretty much. I assume the bees, because that's what they do. That's um, uh, their whole thing. So. technology. Yeah. Uh, so, and then good old Vanessa Dale starts showing them where they need to go. Didn't, didn't have that name at all. Yeah. It's yeah, like just... a random weird time to write down people's names. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that's, I mean they said her name. She introduced <laughs> herself. And I didn't remember how important she was or was not, so I wrote down her name. Uh, so she takes them to go see the head designer or who heads up the swarm. Now, his name is an interesting one. Yeah, I don't even remember it. Rasmus Sajubrin. <laughs> I spelled it and everything. If you can pronounce it better than me, because it's definitely very foreign. Hmm. No, but unless it's so burn, because a lot of the whole videos are silent. I don't remember. I don't know. It's you like, don't remember it from the episode. It's like uh, Bjorn being spelled like Bjorn, so Bjorn. So, so Bjorn. he's the head so fella, uh, Rasmus. So we get the tour of everything, pretty much. Yes, he starts explaining more about the bees and what they are and what they can do. And they ask about if they have cameras in. And it's like, no, they just have a sensor to sense where the flowers are. Yes. And they create hives. And the hives, of course, not for making honey, because they don't do that. No. But so they can reproduce, make more bees. Yes. They, they replicate themselves. Yes. They build these hives on their own and replicate themselves and then build hives other places. Yeah. I, why is that a good idea? <laughs> well, let's make sure that they just there's always more and they can do what they need to do. And Overall, I think it makes sense. But yeah. it, it makes sense in the, in the point that they're supposed to be replacing actual bees for the whole pollination process. But... Sending technology out into the world that is autonomous and can just start, you know, duplicating itself whenever it wants. Nothing could ever go wrong. Okay? <laughs> we also learned that Blue, Blue somehow knows a lot about the bees. She does. She does seem to know quite a, quite a bit about the bees. Yeah. Um, good old uh, Karen starts asking about, hey... Is it possible that anyone could control one of these or get access to one of these? And he goes on this long spiel about not really, but blah, 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 to which Care responds, I don't know what he's saying, but it's not impossible. No, it's military grade technology or military grade firewalls and that you would need a controller encryption just to even get into any kind of mm-hmm. just anywhere near them. And she, she's like that's that doesn't mean that it's, you know, impossible. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying, but it's not impossible. But before this, before the military grade, before the sensors, um, we learn or they do tell them that or that is when we do learn that the bees targeted the pain sensors in the brain. That the bees burrowed all the way through into the pain sensor on purpose. Well, I don't think it... Yes, back at the morgue, I don't think it was intentional. They didn't try to go for the pain center. The goal was just to burrow into the brain. And it happened to go yeah. through the pain center. Yes. To, of course... Going through the pain center of the brain, that would no wonder she cut her own throat. Yes, she pretty much you would do anything to stop it. Yes, yes, and we also learned that they're called ADIs, the autonomous drone insects. I mentioned that earlier. Oh. ADIs, 
Because they say that in the news report at the very beginning of the episode. Oh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. They didn't, of course, spell it out, the autonomous, oh. whatever, that, whatever you said. Autonomous drone insect. Yes. But they do say a- ADI. So, yes, we've gone through all the military grades. This guy has puffed it up, and Karen's been pretty much just like, nah. It's possible. It happened. Mm, the only way it could happen is if they spoof. Well, this one, we, this one we learn more about when Blue seems to know a lot about these bees. Yeah. And he starts, he's like, well, how about you look up, they can track all the bees and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, how about you look up if there was one around here? And then Blue jumps in and does a little few things yeah. real quick. And we go to... It's like, you, you, you can't be doing it. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Well, she just did. <laughs> she just did. And we go to Joe Power's house. And they track the bees around that area. And you just see one go, and disappear. Yes. Ah! And Mm. we find out that in order to do that, in order to have any control over over them, you you have to be about, what, 10 to 20 meters away from the thing. Yes, that was the claim. You have to be fairly close-ish. And you'd have to have a diagnostic controller and that maybe they were spoofing a hive how they made this work. Yes. And then he's like she's like, "Well, hey, can you pretty much can you get me can you get us more information on this? Can you tell us if there's any other ones that have disappeared?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can do that." And then suddenly seems so focused and then just stops and is like, "You know, this would be go faster if I didn't have an audience." Yes. And yes. It becomes, huh, maybe I shouldn't be cooperating so willingly with the police. Maybe I need to look into this on my own before giving information. It was just really super awkward. Like, just like, okay, okay. Because right now your your little drones are being used to kill people. Mm. So Karen's like, okay, well, swap information with my little techie here. And that was another weird thing. Is there a weird little phone swap? Yeah, he just they just placed their like, phones on like, top of each other. And... Like he like literally walked over to her and went like this, and was just like, okay. Um, so yes, swap information and like we're going to need everybody's name who has had access or anything dealing with this. And Vanessa, the lady's like, well, there there's some government people, blah blah blah. She's like, well, you can put their name in a different font if that helps. <laughs> Like, I don't care who. No. I don't care if it's government employees. I don't care who it is. I need everyone's name. Yes. To which I believe they... Oh, what was it? Because the next thing I have is the Game of Consequences. Well, we, 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 we are definitely almost there. But there's a few other little notes. <laughs> we get back to the office. To which she immediately starts saying, This is my case. Yeah. And... NCA better not get involved. This is mine to immediately. Oh, yeah. This guy's here from NCA. Yeah, Sean walks out and is like. Oh, his name is this is Sean Lee. Either way. I'm gonna his name is Wong. Sean Lee. I'm going to call him Wong. Uh, Sean Lee of the National Crime Agency. I don't care what title he has. I'm just telling you. Uh, to which they go over talking about the whole thing, and it's like it's almost like wishing someone dead. Yes. To which Blue immediately thinks, "Ah," oh, and looks up the 
hashtag death two. Yes. And then traces that and starts talking about how much she's being used. And then eventually goes, well, we go back to originally some bot Twitter things yeah. that originally was trying to get this this hashtag out there. And then like, oh, look at this symbol or the, the avatar. Yeah. It's a bee. <laughs> go figure. And then we find the consequence thing. Yes. The uh, game of consequence video. That explains how this is supposed to work. Yes. So pretty much it has steps. And the step one is to pretty much pick your person. Step two is to pretty much tweet the person with death two and a photo of that person. Mm-hmm. And then the most, the person with the most votes... Will die at the end of the day. Yeah, will be eliminated. And then it starts all over again. Yeah. They, they have until what? F- was it 5 p.m.? Yeah, I think it was 5 p.m. Yeah, 5 p.m. the next day or something like that. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. So they immediately, they're like, all right, Blue, who has the most votes right now? And currently it is Claire. I don't remember her name. But her name is Clara. And she has 880 votes. Because of a picture of her going around of her pretending to piss on a monument. Yes. It was like a veteran memorial kind of thing. It's like, oh, great. You did a stupid picture and yes. now now you're being condemned to death. Yes. So they're like, yeah, it's time to find her. And she's like, well, can we do... Blue's like, can we do this? And he's like, well, we can, Well, then I'm going to... You're not supposed to have access to that. Well, she does. Yeah, can we? Because he uses her GPS to locate where she's yes. at. Well, she, this well. Is, she is Miss Tech. Yes. This is what she does. I Supposedly know. she's an extremely efficient tech person. And, yeah, of course she's probably going to have things access, a little more access <laughs> than she's supposed to have. So, yes. They find out where she is, and they decide we are going to take her to a safe house. And... We get into Wong's fancy little vehicle. Yes, Wong's very, <laughs> very fancy vehicle that is SUV, but they have the seats facing in towards the middle, and then there's a nice pad, like giant iPad hologram thing in the center that they can touch, and the vehicle turns all the lights green all the way over there. Yes. Like, this is, oh, this is fancy. <laughs> of course, it's auto driving. As yeah, well. you, you don't have to drive it. It can change traffic for you, and you, just, you can sit there and have your little meeting in the back and yeah. worry about it. Very fancy. Which is, it's weird. And at this point, he, I, I can't remember, what, he, he calls himself Batman? <laughs> I remember him mentioning Batman. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what it was for. They, they, they pretty much were just like mesmerized by his vehicle and I think he just says some mentioned something about Batman and it was great. Uh, he says it with a straight face. Well get a wonk. Yeah, get a wonk. Um but yes, they uh try to they of course they're trying to call her and she's not answering her phone. That's that's always smart. So they end up calling her friend who's like, Yeah, someone's on the phone for you and they're like, Alright, we believe you're in danger. Close all the windows and we'll be there soon. To which immediately we go to her looking up. Oh, the windows are open. She's just looking at what's going on. Well, when you think about it, okay. 
here's the first thing is that when we see her she's literally like she everybody knows that joe powers is dead everybody knows that tusk is now dead and so it's like she is just sitting here upset because there's a whole bunch of just death wishes and people calling her names and just so let's it's do the one thing the police tell me not to do. Well, no, it's not that you had mentioned that uh, you, her not answering her phone. It's like, no. well, I'm sorry if I have all of these death wishes and then a random number I don't know calling my phone. I'm not gonna sit there and answer it either. It, <laughs> The police. Anyway, that doesn't even matter. It's just the, the whole it window thing. It didn't pop up as police, okay? That's uh, just the fact of the window thing. Yes. Close all the windows. You're in danger. Window propped open. Like, I wasn't going on. Yes. You're just, you're just asking that. You're just... So they walk over to the windows. They see the police starting to form, you know, just all around. And so suddenly she's like, close window, close window. And then, of course... Karen and Blue, they come in. They like, you got a bag, blah, blah, blah. We're going to take you to a safe house. And then they go down, get in the car, and you're like, all right, when is it going to get? When is it going to get? It? And like, they just start leaving. Well, you, you start to follow the pattern of a bee. Like, first a bee lands on the window while they're inside the house. And then as they're going downstairs and everything, you're like, oh, no, where's the bee now? Where's the bee now? And they just get into the vehicle and drive off. And you're like, where, where did the damn bee go? Hmm. To which we find the bee. <laughs> we do find the bee. Yes, as soon as they arrive at the safe house. Which is just a random barn in the middle of nowhere. Like just a cabin in the woods. <laughs> when they say, when they mention safe house, they don't mean an airtight bunker in the ground. They're just referring to a place they've kept witnesses and stuff. I, I agree. But at the same time, you're dealing with... Someone who can control an object that is like big. You'd think you'd want something a little more secure than a bar. Well, they also <laughs> think that the person has to be fairly close. Ah, this is true. So they are secluded, and you would see if anyone <laughs> got fairly close. Uh, so yes, Mr. B is on the vehicle. Just follow, tag along. So they're in the safe house. Karen's kind of showing her around and stuff like that. And Okay, well, on the way there, they get up getting a call from Roz, Roz whatever his name was. Ra- Rasmus. Rasmus. Good old Rasmus, saying that he has set a trap for whoever tries to do this next. His goal is, once they try to do something with the bees, he's going to try to trace the call. Yeah. Or trace, not the call, whatever. The signal. The, the signal. To which we found out very quickly... Um, he can't trace the signal, and then thousands of the bees go offline. Yeah, so it's like, I see what you're doing, and it pissed me off. So, not only am I taking one of the bees, but just like, they just start blinking out until entire sections are just, just gone. Yes, and he, yeah, he just, he loses everything. He loses, the, the whole system is gone. He, he controls nothing at this point. Yes. You... Because of how they show the map is it's a map with all these glowing gold dots. And then these dots all just start to disappear until widespread map is just black. So he loses control of that. And uh, meanwhile, Wong is outside. I'm going to keep calling him Wong. (laughs) It's stuck in my head now. He is outside on the phone 
and all the ladies are inside the house. Yes. They're shown around the, the, the place. Yes. And then Wong sees the swarm. Well, the first thing that happened is a disconnect in the phone. Because Erasmus is talking to talk to them and it starts getting glitchy because he tries to warn them that the signal is coming from very near them. That it is very near, they need to get out. And so her phone goes staticky. And then we have Wong outside and his phone goes staticky. And there's a whole bunch of bees. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then, Which is the fakest looking part of the entire episode is when the bees are behind him and they're coming at him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, actually, this doesn't look very good. Everything else looks very solid, but this doesn't look very good. And so he's doing the normal swat, swat, running, running, and uh, she gets a text finally from Rasmus that says, you need to get out. It's a little late. Yeah. A little late for that. The house is being swarmed by bees. Yes. So they... Slam the door to the bedroom and start... Karen quickly thinks and starts shoving stuff underneath the door. And then they start breaking into the window, to which they go into the bathroom, and they block the crevices at the door again. Yes. And we're like, okay, this isn't that bad, except we keep seeing a vent over next to her head, and you're like... Well, you see that, and you also see the bee on the door, and they go into like, the keyhole. Yes. I'm like, oh, the keyhole. And then she sees it, she blocks it, and I'm like, yeah. it's going to eat their hand. It's yeah. going to eat their hand. <laughs> I was waiting. I was thinking bee, sting, stuff like that. Like, oh. this is going to hurt. Why are you using your fingers? Use something else. Mm. And But yes, then, of course, the vent. And then a couple of them on the vent, and then they're in. Yeah, and then, of course, they're trying to cover the vent with their hands again, and I'm like, your hands aren't doing anything. It's too late. You're all dead. But not exactly. Not exactly, yeah. One just happens to get to its target. Well, that's the weird... Like, like she is literally, like, laying on the ground. They're trying to swat the bees from her. Like, she's, like, trying to just, like, control everything. And then you see one just kind of land on her face. And I don't know if it goes up her nose or in her mouth or something. But... I don't know. It doesn't really matter because it does get her and it does kill her. (laughs) This one, this one isn't a something else does it. This isn't a she kills herself to get away from the pain. This one literally kills her. Yes, this one did kill her. Yeah. However, Burrow, whatever it did, it killed her. It looks like she has a seizure and she dies. Yes. And the other bees just go very docile. They just yeah. start chilling. Well, they, they, they achieved their target. They yeah. achieved exactly what they were trying to do. So Karen is unharmed. Blue is unharmed. We find out Wong is unharmed and... Uh, and then we go back to the hearing. Yes. Tell where she, she says uh, she's never seen anyone die uh, up close like that before. Yes, she and had that, seen uh, bodies. She yeah. had seen the aftermath of everything, but she literally hadn't watched someone die in front of her. And it says that a good old blue took her hard, took it mm-hmm. real hard. She took it personal. To which we go back to the police station, and they're talking to Wong. Or... No, they're not talking to Wong because this is a different part. They they must. They're talking to home dudes. Oh, Roz, Roz, whatever, yeah. whatever his name is. So wherever they, wherever he is or they are all at the same place, they're chatting with him. Because uh, Blue goes, how did they know how to find her? Where she was? Uh, know to go for her specifically with Blue and Karen yeah. and the girl all in that room. How did they know to go for her? Specifically. Yes. Mm. And 
Or maybe Wong. I don't know. Yeah, it, I think it, it was it's, Wong. It's Wong and Rasmus because what happens is they find out that the government was backing this entire project so that they could piggyback off it. And so they insert facial recognition into the programming, which wouldn't be needed for a B. But nope. the government, want, they're like, oh, well, we could use it to catch criminals and stuff. It'd be yeah. pretty much Well, they security. made a fun little joke at the beginning saying, yeah. oh, people, there's conspiracies about the, the government using it to watch us. Yes. And it's like, okay, of course there is. That would make sense. Yeah. And then you get later on, it's like, yeah, that's exactly what the government's doing. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're piggybacking off these bees to catch, cr- catch criminals and just pretty much spy on everybody. And that's when Blue just loses it and just starts screaming at Wong. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. And of course, like like they always say, like everyone says about the TSA, oh, they've stopped so many things. Yes. And it's like, yeah. he's how like, do you know help? how many people we've caught, which we wouldn't have been able to without those bees and stuff like that. Yes, but it's of like you've, you've pretty much stolen everybody's privacy. Mm-hmm. And of course, Rasmus is like, it's. You're, you're, you, Wong's like, you agreed to this. And he's like, I did not agree for people to be dying here. <laughs> no, he had to, to get funding for the project. Yes. Because the government's not just going to fund something that's going to save the world. <laughs> I know, heaven forbid. Paint that the truth. Exactly. <laughs> so, Wong knew all this, but it was classified. But this is also stuff that's been like super useful to know. <laughs> So that's what Blue, what, when Blue snaps. So she's like, so pretty much information we could have used in the beginning of all this, you decided to keep to yourself. So, and we, after this little spat, we move over to, huh, the hashtag is now officially in the news. It is now made public news. It's out there. People know about it, which of course means it's going to be so much more popular. Yes, because you're going to have either the people that are like, oh my goodness, everybody needs to stop using it, blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to have the people that are like, I don't believe it. You know, this is going to be fun. Or don't care yes. and be like, nah, this is someone I do want to be dead. Yes, you're, you're going to have the levels of people where it's like the people who are literally going to use it, the people who think it should stop, and then the people who don't believe it, so they're going to use it anyways, just for science. So... Yeah, the last thing that was good is the news getting a hold of it because oh, it yeah. makes it more popular. So suddenly a huge spike mm-hmm. in people that are hated just being targeted. And the number one candidate for hashtag death to is the Chancellor. Yes, which we had, we heard briefly about him at the beginning of the episode. but The good old Chancellor's number one, and he... He is not happy about this. No. Because we go to a little board meeting thing with Wong and the Chancellor and a bunch of other people. He's like, shut it down. Shut everything down. He's like, you want to shut the internet down? <laughs> like, that's, that's, a, that's a bit much. Social media. Get rid of social media. Just get rid of it. And it's like, you, you, okay, so you want us to shut social media down? And it's like, I kind of think that would be a bad idea. Yeah. It's like, if we shut it down, you're guaranteed to be number one. Yeah. You're already number one. This isn't going to change. He's going to say, you know what? They shut the media down. I don't know what to do. There's a chance someone could beat you in the next couple hours. And then he immediately goes to, 
Well, leaked a story about one of his competitors being yes. a pedophile. It's like, what? <laughs> Like, oh, oh, just so you're not on this hashtag thing, you're, you're like, nope, nope, let's just kill someone else. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much between him and someone else, he picked someone else. So, definitely deserves, he's he's up there on that high ranking for a reason, and this might be part of it. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. So, good old Wong says, oh, we can put you in a bunker and then we're going to destroy the hides within a certain amount of radius yes. and then we kind of cut to some military people blowing up a hive yes which at the time they i mean because the first thing that happens is the chancellor is like oh because taking someone to a safe house really got went well for you last time difference between a safe house and underground sealed bunker yes and then which house he's such a dick but um yeah so then they blow up the hive, and they continue talking, and everything's going well, and then screaming starts happening. Yep, because said bees did not like you blowing up the hive. Like an actual bee. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they attack and presumably kill all the soldiers. Yeah, I would assume so. Which is, I don't know how they would have been able to target, because he's been using facial recognition to use them. Mm. So I wonder, unless he just said these all these people in this certain area. I don't know. Information we do not have. Oh, I do not know. It was just the point of, yeah, we can't blow up the hives because we do yeah. that. It's going to kill everybody that's around. Yep, to which he's like, shut the bees down. The chancellor sees this and is like, that's it. Just kill the program. Kill all the bees. Just shut them down. But the economic... <laughs> or economical, whatever. Yeah. The state of which they do would be horrible for the environment if we get rid of them. He doesn't care. Of course he, he doesn't care. He's, he's like, no, this is my life. We're done. And, of course, there's also the fact that they can't. <laughs> they don't have control yeah. of it. So they can't do anything with it. Oh, God. So we go back to the police, off, uh, police station to where Karen has been giving interviews, of course, of all the people who work there and blah, blah, blah. And the next person to come in is Tess. Wallander. Yes. So she was shamed on social media a long time ago. So it's like, oh, she sounds like a good candidate. If someone was going to get probably get revenge on people who shamed her because of yeah, what was it? oh she she put on social media that some guy was hitting on her or groped her or something, and it came out that he was actually disabled. Yeah. So people shamed her for shaming this disability disabled guy. Um, at the same time that this is going on, Blue has been hacking into one of the dead bees. Yes. She's trying to hack in and find out what's going on. Yes. So she and Nick are following their own lead. They're pretty much... They, they've started digging into the files. She's gotten in and she has found this thing. We, we don't really know yet. It's just she finds something at the same time that Karen is talking to. Yep. So this lady talks about just kind of what had happened, and then the good old uh, Karen sees marks on her arms because she just attempted suicide because this has gotten just horrible. Yeah. And then she says, "Yeah, um, she had done it. And she wasn't there for long before her flatmate found her, um, Garrett Scholes." And she's like, "Yeah, blah blah blah," because uh, she mentions he also worked with her as well at the place. And then it's like, hmm. 
what did, what position did he have? Oh. Yeah, he was over working with the the B the whole B project thing. Yeah, he had to do a lot with their programming and how they worked and. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so which interviews over and she goes out and Blue and Nick are right there. Yeah. And they both come up with the same information. Yes. We hacked in the B and there is a manifesto from Garrett Schools. This huge, this huge, pretty much, almost like a novel, just a book on how the world is going bad and what can change. And just, yes, and how people should be punished for the things they say on social media. Yes. Like, the, really? That's that pretty much, you know, the game of consequences, pretty much that... People are going around using their words and not having any consequences to them. You can say whatever you want to a per- to a person in person, and that person has a chance to pretty much serve your consequences to you. But you know, if you're on social media, you can say whatever you want. Of course, it's not going to hurt you. You're just yeah, which isn't the right and, way. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be limited and be you can't say this and you can't say that and yeah. you can't do this and blah blah blah. Come on. Come on, people. But this is his uh, his whole thing. So, yeah. He doesn't like people who are mean on the internet. Well, I would say yes. Mean on the internet in a sense. But, I don't know. Some of these people are crazy. Which, of course, you go to, if you don't like people who are mean on the internet, then why would you kill people who people are being mean to on the internet? like this doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> you're only people are being mean to someone you're killing this person they're being mean to why would you do that that doesn't make a lot of sense well i don't think it just has to do with what they're saying though it, it makes sense with the end of the episode i was just well, yes but there. i mean i was just throwing it out there that was, that was just throwing a little teaser out there just a little teaser just just go just go <laughs> i know it hasn't i know exactly Anyway, and then we see since they have Garrett's name and picture, Nick decides, huh? Maybe I, you know what? Screw it. He wants. I will put Garrett's picture and death to Garrett skulls. He pretty much wants to bait the guy. He wants to get a reaction. See if. Maybe it causes Garrett to mess up. To which, after some little looking through with Blue, she discovers, oh, the picture he used for his manifesto has a, like, GPS coordinates things in it. So we have, we have where he's at. To which, of course, you know, SWAT and stuff shows up at the place, starts digging around. Good old uh, Garrett also gets a notification on his phone. You see, we actually cut to him finally as a person, and you just see uh, Nick's little tweet about him. Mm. <laughs> That's two Garrett skulls, which of course very clearly tells him, "Oh, thanks for the yeah, heads up." That's that was my thing about it. I was like, "Dude, you just let them know that they know who you are, and you should probably get out of the country if you're not out of the country already." Mm-hmm. Like, that's that. I was like, Nick. Stupidity. Yeah, so the police raid his place. And they're looking around, and Blue finally finds a little area, a little 
don't know what you would call it. Little chimney, or uh, little fireplace the, burning thing. The forge. Yeah, the, the forge. forge. And there's a burnt phone up in there. And of course, she's Miss Tech Savvy, so she's like, oh, I can, we can make something work with this. So she takes it and, of course, you know, does her thing. She does her thing, and they think they've figured out something. They, they finally, they, okay, they, uh, they have a way to get back into the hive, back in and take control of everything. And then you kind of get good old Karen over there being like, God, Karen just, he doesn't seem the type yeah. to mess up. Pretty much what's going on is they're in front of the big control room at Rasmus control center pretty much mm-hmm. the adi place and he's working with blue to get back into the system and she's meanwhile karen's meanwhile in the back going this this doesn't this doesn't seem right there's something wrong and then they open up a screen and all of these numbers and names or just letters and stuff start appearing and they're like what are these and so they're clicking and opening them and these these people are just they don't know any of these people. So nope. they're like, real quick, search search the teacher. Well, they find, Rasmus finds a new line of code in yes. his programming. And that's where this came from, this list of people. And then she looks, they look up the teacher, and the teacher's name is in this. And so what they did, pretty much what they deduct from this is that this is a list of all the people who used the hashtag. Yes, every person who have ever used the hashtag is in this list. But Rasmus also thinks, hey, I can get control of the bees now. Yes. I can do it. It'll pretty much shut down everything and reset it and everything will be fine again. Yes. And to which ones I do it. Do it. Let's, let's do, it. do it. Let's do it right now. It's, it's like... Three minutes till five. They're about to go after the chancellor. Let's do it. And then Karen's like, this just doesn't. She's like, wait. Just just wait. What if he wanted us to find all this? Yes. What if he wanted us to find everything? It's just, it doesn't seem right. Yes. It's like pretty much like, he, he seems like he'd be too smart to just mess up. What if he wanted to lead us to this point? And there, Wong's like, nope, just. And yeah, Wong takes it upon himself, and only himself, to run the program, despite what Karen is saying. Yes. Could be the danger. So he just goes click, and. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, they have control. Good, good. And he's like, whew, someone had, someone had just had to do that. Yeah. And it, it just had to be done. Yeah. It's like. And then seconds later. The entire screen, just all the little green bee dots start turning to red bee yes. dots and... Yes, all, the entire map goes red. And you just see all the bees starting to pull out of their hives from everywhere, every corner of the earth. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I will say, I really, really liked the song they played right here. Yes, I did too. It was really yeah. cool. Yes. It just added to it. And it did, it did, because, yeah, yeah, every person that ran that hashtag, all 300 and something thousand of those people that ran that hashtag. We're being now targeted. We're targeted to die from the bees. Yes. 
and to which we get bees starting to tap on the windows of the ADI place because who's standing next to him? Good old Nick. Who decided he needed to use the hashtag death too. And they all know it because they look at him and they, they, everybody just knows. Yeah, so yeah, we see him, we see the teacher, we see... And it's just... It's like super like, oh my god, I can't believe this episode went there. Yes. Because when you think about it, like even, like even in the school, like the... Uh, you see one bee land on the window, and then the kids are like pointing, and the teacher just turns around, and the entire swarm is just starting to tap on the windows, just like at the little safe house. And just imagining that happening to every single person. Just, oh. Just because they use the hashtag. Yep. And remember, these are bees that can just go into their little hive and replicate themselves, so. <laughs> Not much killing them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this goes back to the beginning about his manifesto. Or not beginning, but a Mm -hmm. a little further back about the manifesto. Yeah, he killed, he set up a fun little game to get noticed and get people to use the hashtag to see what type of people would be cruel. Who would be mean? Who would wish death upon someone on the internet? Yes. And yes, he had to kill a few innocent people, but he did that to bait everyone else. Yes, to find the true villains to find the ones that actually had it in their hearts to know this was going to hurt somebody and do it anyway yes and and so they all died yes they all died yes and at the same time you also turn it around you think of it that way that he just baited every single person out there and on the police side you have the lead investigator who chose everybody else over one little chancellor, mm-hmm. possibly dying. Mm-hmm. Or probably dying. Probably. That's probably. not possible. <laughs> probably. Probably dying and them getting a chance to find out more before the next person is up for killing. He yep. just chose the entire list. He did. So as this cool music played and we got all this, you also go to Garrett. Who goes into a bathroom and shaves his head and shaves his face and... Puts contacts in. Puts a contact in. Oh, puts a contact. What? No. Uh, it's, I'm pretty sure it's one contact. It's like almost a white-blue contact in one eye. Hmm. To make it look like it's blind. I think, personally. And then put glasses on over that. I don't know. I, well, I guess they only did hate... Weird. <laughs> But anyways. Yes. yes. So he looked drastically different and he steps out onto like a beach area. Yeah. Uh, which my thought goes to that is that, yeah, he hasn't been in the country this entire episode. No, that the whole 10 to 20 meters things. It's completely wrong. Everything was wrong. The place they found was wrong. It was all a trap. It was all baited. <sighs> to which we go back to the courtroom. Yep. We're back to the courtroom. And she's trying. She's like, I, I pretty much, the judge is like, I know this is difficult. Like, we're, we appreciate all that you've done. You don't really have to explain what happened. We all know what happened. And then, but can you explain what's going on now? Or what happened shortly after that? And it's like, well, Blue 
blamed herself. She left the forest four months later. And it goes into like... They, 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 they found her things on a beach with a note. Yes. To which they showed a beach with a pile of clothing and stuff on it and a note on top of it. And that's the last you see. Yep. So, so do you think she killed herself? And she's like, that is the... She used interesting terminology. <laughs> it's like, that is the presumed... Yes. Something I don't know. It was. It was. It, was, it wasn't a clear yes. That's yeah. what we know happened. It was like that is the presumed um, outcome or something. Pretty much. What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway. So yeah. To which we go to Garrett at a bar, drinking. Karen leaving the courtroom. Uh, Sean Lee, Mr. Wong, is up next to testify or say stuff. Which, if there's anyone to blame for anything, <laughs> if anyone had any right to kill themselves, or think they should, it was that man. No, he's still there. It's just part of his job. Oh, yeah, part of his job that he made the biggest decision that killed 350,000 people. Well, I'm sure that's why he was in court. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this has nothing to do with Karen. She did her job, and then Wong is the one who actually pushed the button to kill everyone. He won't say that, but... Of course he won't say that! <laughs> but yeah, so... We have him sitting in a bar, just drinking away, and then we we kind of pan over to this really short-haired blonde chick. Mm-hmm. And she's she's has a, a phone or a book. I think she has a book or something open first, doesn't she? I don't remember I don't exactly. Either way, but she can you can kind of see she's in the... Like, the Line of sight? Yes, that's the words. Oh my goodness. So you can tell she's kind of watching this guy. And you're like, is this blue? <laughs> and then we cut back to Karen for a second. And there's a text message. Yeah. And doesn't say who it's from. And I think it literally just says, I got him. Yep. Yeah. And, and we cut Karen, back to him. Karen smiles like this oh, was yeah. part of an entire big plan that they had. And because I want to say that the trial was on TV. It was on live TV. Mm-hmm. Because he's watching it mm-hmm. while he's at the bar. And you see the courtroom and everything like yeah. that. So by her saying, hey, she committed suicide or presumably committed suicide, he thinks he's he's in the clear. He doesn't We probably thought that beforehand, yeah. but this just helps. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, just, it shows him leaving the bar, shows her following him. And then him walk around or down this hill around the side of this wall and her follow along and... That, that's the end. That's the end. We get no definitive anything. We that's just... Black Mirror for you. We never have the answers. <laughs> so we never know if we want... Just chuck your phone that, across the button. But what a cool episode. It really was. It had it had a nice spin to it that I liked. Yes, it was it was a it, very cool plot, very good, cool characters. Blue Blue was awesome the whole. She we didn't mention this during, but she for a while there kind of seems like she yes. might be the one behind everything. I have so many notes that I was like, is it Blue? Good with tech. Blue knows a lot about the bees. And then her awkward looks with Nick on occasion, or like 
as I said, the weird, the weird phone thing where they bump, like, just bumped information back from each other. I'm like, dude, like, are you in on this? Who's <laughs> in on this? I'm getting confused here. But they, they, they point suspicion in quite a few different ways. And then eventually just introduce a new character who yeah. is the person. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, I was thinking it was someone. And then, of course, the little plot, but the fake plot to actually get people. It's like, just a really cool episode. I enjoyed it. But if we, I mean, what, 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 do, we, what, what, what do we do I, about the bees in general? I, I mean, this is, this is really cool. It's based off of something that is currently happening, happening to a yes. degree. And I mean, I, it sucks because they've gone through processes, like processes right now. Like they're trying to like, of course, mate bees and stuff like that. They're trying to, you know, build the populations and stuff back up. But if we're not, if we are not helping the actual root of the problem that's causing the bees to die out, creating well, more bees only, isn't going to do anything. Well, the only issue is we don't really know what's causing the issue yet. We are! In some way, yes, but we don't know what. That's it. We're wiping out the population. Thanos, where are you? <laughs> Good old Thanos. <sighs> yes. What a cool episode. Really, really cool episode. I very much enjoyed it. One of the better ones this season. Yes, definitely. But as a whole, I think this whole season, most of the season has been pretty excellent. Yeah. Um, first episode was Nosedive. What a great episode. Yeah. We had such a, that was such a good episode. <laughs> Next was Playtest. I really liked it. Which that. was good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I really Shut Up and Dance. Yes. Dark, though. <laughs> Dark. Sanju Naparo, one of my still all-time favorite episodes of Black Mirror. The weakest episode was the last one yes, we watched. The soldier. Uh, Men on fire. Yeah. I mean, against fire. Eh. It was. It was fine. It was that's a sci-fi. A, that's all it was. It, it was, was just fine. It was a generic straight to TV sci-fi movie. Yes, it feels like it could have been on the sci-fi channel. I mean, yeah. fine. So not as good as the other ones. And then hated in the nation. Really, really good. Yes. Okay. So next week will be black. Nope. Nope. nope Twilight not black. Zone. Twilight Zone. It'll be episode fifteen. Called, oh, I think we talked about last week. Uh, third from the sun, with nuclear destruction looming, a pilot and a scientist plot to flee the planet in a stolen spaceship, but must first handle a rude official. What? Yeah, what exactly. a strange plot! A rude official. What a. Why that word? I don't of know. All things, why that? Why just a rude official? It's so not disgruntled. Not. You know, just furious, not anything like that. Just rude. A rude official. That's such, so weird. I don't know. And then, but the next episode of Black Mirror, technically, we're not going to be in the season four. We've kind of determined we're not going to be moving to season four. We're going to take a break with Black Mirror. But first, we're going to watch Bandersnatch. <laughs> Finally, we're, we're yeah, going to do Bandersnatch. We're behind on the times, guys. We know. So we've been way behind that. It needed to happen. Thank God it's happening. So yes. we're going to do Bandersnatch finally. So it'll be Twilight Zone, Bandersnatch. And then, like I said, we're not moving to season four till oh God. When did I say it was going to be? A couple months. April? Somewhere? There's, I don't... I had my stuff over there. Yes. Um, we won't pick up with Black Mirror again until June. Sheesh. Yeah, I know. I'd like <laughs> to do something different. I'd love to finish... Go ahead and finish season four, 
But we're going to take a small Blake, Blake, Blake. Uh, break with Black Mirror. We're going to do three episodes of The Twilight Zone, and then we're going to lead straight into watching the new Twilight Zone that starts April 1st. Yes. And we are going to be keeping up with it as it comes out. Yes. So every single week when a new episode comes out, well, it, it'll... It'll, it won't it's going to air day. on April 1st, to which April 2nd will yes. have the first episode up. And then oh, they're going to do the first two episodes to start with on April 1st. And then we'll have the episodes come out the 2nd and then the 9th. And then from then on, it's going to post. It's going to uh, come on every Thursday. Yes. So it's weird they're, how they're doing it. So every Thursday it'll come on and then the following Tuesday we'll post the episode. So we will be making sure to get our episodes out in t- pretty much in time for you to watch you have you to have watched that episode but not before the new one comes out yes so we'll be doing it it'll come out a couple days after the episode airs the but weekend. before the next episode comes on so if you like the show and everything you like twilight zone we're gonna be going over each every episode i think they said it was going to be 10 episodes and it's going to run through april and April and May. Yeah, April and May. So it'll take up all of April and all of May. And then we'll immediately jump back, back into Black Mirror after that. But It's going to be interesting. This is going to be the first time that we've been following along with something new that's coming out as it comes out. It's yeah, going to be interesting. It's going to be harder for us because uh, we'll be <laughs> filming it and posting it on the same day. Yes, that's going to be tricky. Yes, it'll be a little tricky, but we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. It's going to, it's going to be fun. We're going to have fun with it. Hopefully everyone enjoys that. If you enjoy the show, if you leave some feedback. We'd really appreciate <laughs> some feedback. If you'd like us to, to format the show a little bit different, if you actually like us going over the whole synopsis of the, the episode, if whatever, leave some comments down below, some if likes you, on the if, video. If you literally are tired of seeing us and just want us to pop up for like 15 minutes or like 10 minutes and go... This episode was great. Yes. If you wanted to be a short review, I guess it'd be very different <laughs> what we're doing now. But hey, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Um, but as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled. Reach Amanda at KZ Pup. Reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, podcast services around the globe, and YouTube. Which maybe you're watching here. Uh, throw some comments down below. We'd appreciate that. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Let us know... You think we should change anything? Uh, let's know how excited you are for the new Twilight Zone. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, Like the video. Subscribe to the channel because we'd really appreciate that. Still trying to work up to that 100. <laughs> kind of far away. We really want our name. <laughs> I don't think... I don't know. I don't think Kit Kat watches this episode. These these, these episodes. Well, it's because you'd he'd have to sit down next. Exactly. He'd actually watch yeah. it, so... he's He's tried. He said that he's... Um, watched a couple episodes of Black Mirror now, or at least one or two. I know he said he watched Bandersnatch, so he'll probably at least watch that one. There we go. But no, he's 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 driving all the time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand. It's it's one of the episodes he 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 follows up very promptly on some of the other episodes, yes. and it's like, okay, you're definitely listening to these, <laughs> but not Breaking Prisms. Well, it involves homework. It does, which it is what it is. Anyway, <laughs> anything else? Awesome possum. Till next time, long days and pleasant nights. <laughs> <laughs>